turned out to be completely unreliable asshole. Okay, Tim. Hi. Hi. Good How to see are you, you Ryan? Fine. Good evening. Good evening. All right. Yeah. We just watched a movie. We sure did. Netflix. Yep. Thanks, Netflix. There's so much on there. You're so good to us, Netflix. <laughs> I mean, we pay you, but, you know. Um, what did we watch? We watched a movie called The Ritual. We go southwest through here. We cut the journey in half. Or through the forest. Yeah, why not? We should have gone to Vegas. Oh, you'd have found something to fall over in Vegas too, mate. Now, is it me, or is it really quiet in here? Could be hunters out here. A bait, possibly. Or it's the bit they don't show you in the nature documentary. It's a warning. We shouldn't be here. Where the hell are we, Huts? We should pitch this. Yes. Tent. Yep. It was very much that. And it was. What would you rate it? <laughs> oh man. I would pay money for this. I'd I'd say definitely five bucks so like you, if it was on you know amazon or whatever for five bucks or vod or whatever yeah yeah cool i'm into it i, I wouldn't um, own it <laughs> i wouldn't own it i i i was happy with streaming it i'd say as yeah. these are recommendations for ourselves i'd say stream it cool um yeah we'll get into all that as to why <laughs> yeah so i guess we should say Welcome. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm just getting right into it. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to everyone there. You know, we get so caught up talk, talking to each other, or I do. Welcome. Yeah. This is... This is... Dismembering, Dismembering Horror. With, with... The Horror Hounds of Hollywood. That would be us. I'm Tim Aslan. I'm Ryan McDuffie. Extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> We're still getting this intro. We got yeah. oh yeah yeah intro with title. Sorry, you do have it written there. I know. I just it's saw all, intro. it's all good. Well, okay. Well, let's, let's, let's jump right to um, what worked for us then. Yeah. Oh no, let's do a summary. Let's summarize the ritual. The ritual is a movie about four dudes. No, five dudes. Yes. And I really it has a quite a good uh, quite a good cold opening i liked it so the cold opening is basically these five dudes are saying hey we should go do something fun and one of them says we should go on a hike and everyone's like that's a dumb idea and then that guy gets killed right so that's not what it's about though that's, oh, that's just true. the setup so it is about four dudes <laughs> it is about four dudes blokes yes english blokes who are um six months after their friend has been killed they're going on a hike to honor him that's basically Perfect. what it is in in the well, middle of Sweden. Well, something happens when they're there too. It's more than just yeah. a hike in the woods. <laughs> yeah, antics ensue. Uh, I mean, it's almost like you can you can pretty much guess. Yeah, they right? get they they it's like uh, we're gonna go. We're four dudes from the city who are gonna go into the woods. Well, upon into... dis, up, upon deciding to take a shortcut through the woods, right? They are mired by. <laughs> A uh, a ritualistic cult and ancient cult and worshiping a demigod force. 
Yeah. Yeah, man, I like this movie a lot. Cool. And sorry if we're going totally out of order with our things there. <laughs> Whatever. But um, we're getting it. <laughs> you know, I want consistency. Okay, so now I think we're good uh, to yeah. get to what worked for us. Yeah, man. What worked? What worked for you? What worked for you? <laughs> <laughs> it worked like a charm, Smith. <laughs> what worked? Okay, so yeah, I guess for me, one of the first things, obviously, I jumped the gun on this too. Um, the the cold opening just worked for me. I, I just, I like that there's sort of a, a pretty straightforward setup. We get right away, we know who's who. You know what I mean? Like each guy has their own opinion about what they think they should go do for fun as a group. And you know, it's a, it's a really good device just to be like, here's, here, we're going to identify what character has what point of view in like one sentence from each of them not even sentence like just one opinion like yeah i liked it's, it it was it's bang on and then they move right into um rob i think was his name right the guy the, mm-hmm. the friend who gets killed he he they walk into a uh, two of them walk into a liquor store and it's being robbed and oh Maybe that's why his name yeah, is no, Rob. The, the whole thing was simple. Because it was being robbed. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was it was simple, quick. I liked yeah. it. And it reminded me very much, actually, even more with you saying it, of the descent, where this was mm-hmm. five, you know, guys instead of four instead of a group of women. Yeah. And that you know, started out with the tragedy and accident and this did similarly, and they're all affected by it and going on a trip yeah. later. Yeah, and I mean, it does a really good job of setting up sort of who our main character is, who's Luke, um, because he is in the liquor store when Rob gets killed and he hides and does nothing. So that's his, yeah. we get it. It's like, that's his and, his cross to bear or whatever. Yeah. I liked how it was, how it came back visually and, met, and you know, became I a loved character that. thing. Yeah. yeah, so they use this really cool sort of, instead of just doing flashbacks or dream sequences, they start with a dream of him being back in the liquor store. And then as the movie progresses, it becomes more like the liquor store is in the woods with him. So they sort of mix the dream and reality yeah, which progressively. Was, I, I thought that was really cool. It's neat as like, that's one of the, that's one of the rules of, or, or not rules, but like powers. I don't know what you'd say. One mm. of the things the the demigod Oh yeah, I didn't really doing... think of it that it was being it was sort of being caused by the demigod. Well, yeah, I saw it, it as sense. it was definitely yeah. influenced by it all because totally. they all had the nightmare the right. same night and sort of went through their own equivalent of that. Presumably, yeah, and we're kind of just because the story is you know we're we've attached to this one guy. Yeah, that we're we're really only privy to his and like how the god worked was something about confronting fear or whether you're feeling it or not so it would make sense that it would that would intentionally sort of bring out those nightmares yeah totally Mm -hmm. man i i have a lot of things i liked about it uh at the top of my list i have a very favorite thing oh um which is so yeah I, i mean maybe i should say what i liked about this were just you know the things why we're doing this just the things that you would only get in a horror movie right i was thinking about that too yeah and so my favorite part hands down or moment 
was the the burning of I guess the ancients. Yeah. Which was just like one of those perfect like late horror movie things where they're they have the protagonist like going through going through wherever they're trapped and then they just come across like another like weird twisted thing. <laughs> and so it did that and in this case it was a room full of the decrepit but still alive, I guess. I guess. Um, well I, I saw it as if they mentioned um, and this was cool because it just oh, sort of... Oh, yes. I know where yeah. you're going with this. Yeah. Okay, cool. If they mentioned that it kept you alive forever, right. um, that maybe it does that. But at the same time, if it's you're really, really old, it just yeah. it chose... I didn't catch until I went and read the, the Wikipedia page afterwards. I didn't catch that that was sort of the reason that these Swedes <laughs> are are uh having this ritual or like are worshiping this demigod yeah like i know that the it must have been when the girl the younger of the the group of of swedes (laughs) the evil swedes yeah um which is sort of of like a funny group to be like Mm -hmm. they're the bad guys um but i didn't catch when who or when that was said but it must have been her right it was the young one she said something yeah she comes in and i'm pretty sure and says that when um right when he's when he's escaped but or when he's untied himself but before he's escaped yeah but i just didn't yeah i just didn't maybe hear exactly what she said i was paying attention because i (laughs) i know i do that a lot like i've missed stuff in other movies we've talked about but like i was just kind of getting caught up on what well, was almost like I, I guess a plot hole of um of thinking well if all these people are here why don't they just leave like right, why don't they right. just leave the there's forest? gotta be a reason and as soon as I thought that they gave the reason yeah. which was that that it's keeping them alive and yeah. they were willingly worshipping it which I thought right. was cool yeah so um so I mean real quick just just basic things that I like that aren't really relevant to horror but it, it just it, visually it's 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 really well shot mm-hmm. um it, it looks great it, it uh it's directed well it's acted well like all the sort of technical things that you want it's obvious like we tried to find out how much it costs to make this movie and we can't find it so probably because it's owned by netflix and they well, like to hide that we stuff, know netflix like, bought it for four million yeah. so i assume you know a couple million maybe right at least, I mean, it's, yeah, I guess, I mean, there's, that creature design is, it looks really good. Yeah. Like, when you finally get to see the creature, it, it it's not wonky. That was um also on my list here, yeah. things I liked. The nice. monster design. I loved that first shot of, like, its arm, like, its Dude, eyes and its arms what is what is was th- so good. Like, I want to know if that's based in anything. It y- seemed very Nordic. Yeah, I I don't know anything about the, Nordic the, stuff, the but antlers. But that there's were... like four bodies in that thing. Yeah, it's really cool. It was like I, there's an upside down headless body, mm-hmm. and there's like yeah, it's like it's and it really connected cool. to like the its portions connected yeah. to. I liked um when they first that first cabin they come into, mm-hmm. and there's the where they say it's witchcraft that yeah, like the, straw yeah. body torso. I love that. Um, even the, even like the, I guess like the scene before that, that image of the, I I assume it's some sort of elk or reindeer or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're in Sweden, my probably eating reindeer, right? I choked on reindeer when I was in Norway once. Really? Yeah. Did someone have to give you the Heimlich? Almost. 
I got it out. I coughed it out. Did, was it was it scary. Just, was it that good that you were just... <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Scarfing. Just scarfing down Rudolph. Was, yeah, I was going to say, was it Christmas? <laughs> was it the no. holidays? No, they just eat reindeer up there. No, I wasn't saying that they, uh, you know, they only eat it um, over the holidays, but that maybe in a twisted way you were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just Well, just I'm dinner. glad you made it out of that alive. I was like eight. Okay. Real scared. So you haven't With choked on throat full. Of haven't choked reindeer. on reindeer since. No, not until I saw this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I loved the little, the little like weird feet cobweb. What oh, am I saying? Yeah. The feet on them. Why did I say cobweb? Because they were like I know what you mean. The the the, the, the what is that? There's a word for it between your fingers. The webbing. The webbing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what I was going to say is that there, there's a scene when they come, like sort of the first inkling that like, oh shit, we're in woods. There was some weird shit going on. Uh -huh. is they come across this reindeer. Let's just call it a reindeer. It's probably not even a reindeer, but whatever. An antlered hoofed animal that's up in the trees and it's splayed like, like spread eagle. And I was like, and it's guts are hanging out. Yeah. And I really was taken by that image. Like, I don't. I sort of immediately thought to myself, like, first of all, the just the immediate reaction I had was like, holy shit, like that's super disturbing. Mm -hmm. But I think part of it is that you're seeing an animal that you've never seen in that position before. You know what I mean? It's like arms are up. Well, it's it shows air. It's, it's very uh, human on a crucifix. Exactly. And it's definitely not a human. It's a fucking, yeah. you know elk or something but i think it i mean maybe what's eerie and effective about it is like when you it's like when you see a dog or a cat stretch out and you mm. like are looking at them and they're like oh they they do have like a weird little person body in a way <laughs> you know how they're not dissimilar to yeah, us yeah, except for their backwards knees or whatever yeah so but you just see their little person to them and <laughs> that's, that's what i think was disturbing about yeah. you know it stretch out it looked like kind of human you and know? you know like the second you see that you know that somebody's gonna get that you know what i mean like somebody's, I, gonna, some, oh, somebody's gonna end up like that oh of yeah their group right it's like you know it's coming <laughs> and it did not disappoint <laughs> which is great right like set up the scare mm -hmm. like once you plant that seed it just sat there for me like i'm like i know it's coming right and i don't really want to see it because it's gonna be kind of gross i was ready to see it I was yeah excited <laughs> I might like, start killing them. Yeah. Um, and I liked it when they did. That was fun. I liked their... <laughs> I, yeah, I liked it when it did get to... Uh, oh, yeah, to Hutch. Their deaths. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Totally. Um, oh, so one of the things that in, in terms of horror that I found really effective in this and at times actually bothered me, but to a positive effect like it, the effect was that i felt as though I, I there were a lot of shots where i was like i can't quite see enough right and i and i'm sure this is purposeful you're in the woods and there's a lot of these long lens shots of like the trees and you know it com it, it compresses the space so you you kind of you kind of can't see anything else, right? You've got all these trees. And not really ever being able to see through them or like what's on the other side or just to have space in the shot. Like there aren't a lot of wide shots. There's a couple. But like that, 
creates such a such an off not off putting sort of un unsettling unnerving yeah. yeah unnerving feeling for me that i really loved because yeah. it just primed me up it was um i mean that was used really effectively for me in the that one shot where it's like you, he and us are like really trying to get a look yeah. at what it is he's seeing in the trees and like i thought i saw a person but then it's like the thing moves and it's some giant yeah elk creature yeah i think the first time you i think it's the first time he sees something in there the very first thing you see is a is a human hand grabbing like coming out from the side of a tree and like grabbing the tree mm-hmm. and it, but it's a little too high in you know what i mean it's like 15 feet up the tree yeah so you're like what the fuck and then this weird beast thing sort of moves <laughs> and then this shot's done like you do not get to see this creature in its entirety what until the last Ten minutes, maybe? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which is also great. No, no, it was a little earlier than that, because it, was, it wasn't it was ten minutes for that whole end bit where no? they finally get to the cult, and then we see it. Yeah, I guess that's beginning true. Okay, that. so let, maybe 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. But awesome. Like, I don't want to see the creature. I really don't want to see the creature until the last act, for right. sure. Like, I just don't. I don't need it. I agree. Especially in a movie like this. Which, speaking of... Um. Yes. Mbaletu. Oh, knee knee injuries. Yes. Oh yeah. Just they just make me so uncomfortable. Partially because I've blown out both of my knees, so I get it. Like I know. Was that from choking on reindeer? Yeah. <laughs> I choked and then I. <laughs> And I fell down some stairs. <laughs> um, I, yeah, it was gruesome that the bruising. And like, yeah, but they show. I mean, there's. I, I don't know what it is. It's so so obviously. If you haven't seen this, one of the char- one of the, the 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 catalyst moments of this movie is early on in their hike. The most annoying dude, Dom, who's super annoying Dom. in the best way. Like I love him because I hate him so much. Mm-hmm. So good job dom um but he twists he tweaks his knee and and so it makes them change their their course right they say we could keep go the long way that we were planning on going or we can go through the woods which should be shorter so that's the whole that's why they're in this situation in the first place which comes to a head later which i i i'm on the fence about this scene but i i like it but I wonder if it's a little too on the nose, maybe. I don't know. I'm, 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 I want to know your Which opinion. Which scene when it gets to what? So when they finally, when Dom, you know, they've kind of shits hit the fan, and before anybody's died, and Dom finally sa- says, "This is your fault," to Luke. Uh huh. And they get, and they kind of like get into the really the underpinning of what this story is is Luke having to face whether or not he was a coward and let his friend die, or if he had done something, would it have been different? I didn't... Yeah, that came out of... I I actually wasn't crazy about that, where that came. Okay, so I'm not... Yeah, I'm very mixed about it, because I think it's a necessary scene. Mm -hmm. In this particular story, it's necessary. Maybe it's not, but I think I don't it, know. it could be, but it wasn't at least for me set up right. Yeah, um, it, it kind of came out of nowhere. It's like 
some I don't even remember exactly how For the his, argument starts, but uh, it's like a setup know. payoff that I, I did like was him Dom complaining about his knee and then them giving him a really bad time about it, saying, oh, he's just complaining. He's got to work through the pain and right. then getting the retribution of it being really messed up and seeing that. Yeah, yeah. I was happy about that. Yeah. But I, again, in terms of effectiveness of how you make an audience feel, mm-hmm. this movie did a lot of good things and the knee thing is is one of them, right? Like, it it took nothing like no, not even really even performance for me to be kind of like I'm cringing the whole time because I'm waiting for him to like misstep and hear, you know, the Foley artist use some some celery Mm -hmm. to like crunch and and viscerally feel the inside of a knee like just falling apart. Yeah. And it never really happens, but it just setting that up. Mm hmm. It it puts you sort of off kilter, which I think is super fucking effective. Yeah. It was good that they ran with that, with the device of, you know, injuring being the reroute and that it, it yeah. was throughout it and it had real repercussions. Yeah. Um, what else you got? I liked how he <laughs> physically took an ax and swung it at the demi God effectively. <laughs> I thought at first it was like, wait, so he's going to like shoot it, which didn't work, of course. And then he's going to like. That's in my what didn't work. Right. (laughs) And then he's going to like fight it with an axe. Okay, let's see it. And then the fact that he did it and it worked, I was just happy about it because it was it wasn't like, oh, come on. It was like, cool, great. Right. You can you can fight a god with an axe. Awesome. I'm down. Like like Hercules. (laughs) You know, fighting, yeah, the the, the demigod, the half-gods. You know, right. Son well, of that's gods. true. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that. Where it's, just, right. it's like, he's not a pure god. It's just like, yeah. all right, there's still that some bit of mortal- mortality to them. So does this mean, or what is what they're going for that the god Loki <laughs> banged a deer? Maybe. And then that deer gave birth to this creepy... <laughs> like what I don't even know where to begin with it. Yeah. Giant uh moose slash moose man. Reindeer slash multiple men? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. I I'll, mean, I'll go with that. It sounds very Swedish. Well, if if that was so and it was a a conception, <laughs> I'd uh, love to see how it looked as a baby. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh man, who knows? It probably like grew outside of itself. Yeah, I don't um, even know what I mean by that. <laughs> I liked the um, the casting of the the worshippers or whatever you'd call them. Yeah, totally. That's as like once it got to them in these horror movies, it's like fun whenever it gets to the sort of the casting of the cult people is you know always signature and important, and it delivered in that aspect of like the intense eyed bald guy who kind of looks <laughs> like you know the one guy and everything. And then the woman with the, the short woman. Yeah. And the, I don't know. Is this a, the fun little like, cast of, of Nordic it's, ritual characters? It's it's kind of like central casting. Like there's there's a file in central casting that's like the, the gaunt off-putting people for a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. And there's like probably 30 of them. <laughs> and they, you know, every horror film that's like, oh yeah, we have like hillbillies or you know, 
Satan worshippers or whatever, th- they just call Central Cassian and then they, they pull out that file. And finally, the, the Nordic <laughs> ones like yeah, had their yeah, heyday exactly. yeah. with this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. I mean, I thought it was a little... Did it seem totally weird to have this like the the young Nordic woman who like tells him what's going on? So that, she's sort of helping him. It was pretty stereotypical for me of like, of course, yeah. the young, prettier one is the one who's like showing more sympathy and helping him. Yeah, I just was like, why? Yeah. What like? Well, if if the tone is changing here to things that didn't work for us, do you have any? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, No, I have a couple more things that work. I want to hear them. Okay. Uh, I like the spacing. I like the pacing, like between kills or or between scares. Mm -hmm. Like it's paced out well. It's long enough between things. And obviously they did a good job as as we move along the story those things compress in mm-hmm. time, right? They become closer to each other. So I just felt like it was a well-paced out movie. I never really, I was, uh, maybe only once did I think like, are we almost done? You know what I mean? Uh, like I was sort of unsure where, what more could happen. And it wasn't even a criticism. It was just me wondering, do we have like 20 minutes left or do we have like two minutes left? Yeah. Uh, and then it ended up being 20. So I was like, great, cool. Mm-hmm. And they gave us satisfying things for the most part. Um, I liked really the only death that's sort of in your face, I guess, is the Hutch death. Like you see his, well, it's not even really, I guess they're all. My favorite death him, was when like, he shot the. When he that he had two bullets and he shot oh, the guy. Yes, that is it a just good came at like a really good yeah. moment. Or no, I, I mean, the true. specific editing of it, it was just it was, yeah, was yeah, because the first bullet doesn't work or whatever, yeah. and it's just sort of like whoa. And he, it's he it him. seemed like a shock to him too, which I think is a it's a, that's always a kind of a pleasing yeah. moment when like not only did we not necessarily expect it, like the character was right. like, oh shit, the inept with <laughs> oh, the cool. gun, but yeah. getting the shot off. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's all of mine. Cool. But I dug it. Great. And now I'm going to list about 15 things that didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's do it. It's not ready yet. Seems to work okay. No, something important's missing. What did not work? (laughs) Um, So I didn't enjoy the film as much as you or i enjoyed it but i didn't give it as high as a rating yeah as you that's fair um and i guess i don't know if you want to if you want to hear him i have some of those reasons why yeah hit me up um hit me up like next week right <laughs> no i thought um like i don't know i guess a main a main thing you know that's key because this movie was like so it was effective enough that maybe, you know, I'm going to, it was maybe harder on it, you know, mm. as far as being like a movie movie that I could get into. Yes. Um, but the characters for me were just way too like bland or uninteresting. They were yeah. all kind of just this bravado type. Um, like I thought that. I see I what thought, you mean, I thought yeah. when they're, when the, I, I really liked when they had that first or not the first, the scene where they had the nightmares together. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought 
that at that point it was going to get more interesting and they were going to sort of have like shed their their defense, you know, so to speak. Okay. Their defenses and stop just being so like having just the tactic of just yelling at each other and everything right. and just doing like the immediate impulsive thing as a solution and actually sort of have their like their emotional like guard down and which they is just like they're scared and they're freaking out yeah. but it wasn't like they they shed their their hidden defenseless you know selves yeah. you know what i'm saying in, in front of each other i think you're totally right i think that's sort of one of my criticisms too nobody in this movie really grows yeah and there are like demonstrable examples of this like dom who gives the main character luke all this shit about not being you know not not helping his friend and being a coward and all this stuff he's it's it's a pretty awful thing to lay on your friend right at no point even when they're fucked at the end right does dom go Hey man, I I sh- I probably shouldn't have said that. Right when he's yeah, so yeah, you're talking about when he says this is all your fault, which you mentioned yeah. earlier. I thought that was unearned and out of place as far as like it wasn't the way that they apologize or the the way when he because he, what's the main guy Luke at the beginning he did say uh when you know when they're having the memorial mm-hmm. for the friend he does he said something about it being my fault or 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 they could tell he was thinking that right and then one of the guys said don't worry about it this isn't your fault at all and even though you know the other ones didn't speak up dom in this case it still set the tone of like at least these guys are smart enough to just like see oh, the situation yeah. and not put him down for it and i could see you know he is still you know luke would still be feeling guilt guilt heavy heavy but not not the friends so it was right. just, and, and also it's like what's it gonna do to help the situation at that point i know <laughs> like, it's they are i agree they're they're all in, in i mean most of all phil mm-hmm. he's like a non-character and they give him this the sort of creepiest dream which one was phil, phil is phil is the guy who ends up naked uh, praying in front of the he's the oh, he's yeah. the second to last to die got it and he there he he is like non-existent of like he has zero character to right him. he's like just a dude he's a bloke yeah there's the like <laughs> there's nothing to him yeah. he's so one-dimensional yeah all oh, my feet hurt i should have gotten different boots that's like it that's the only thing we know about him. And then he has the the wor- definitely the creepiest of the dreams apparently. Like he yeah. is real messed up from it. I'm trying to But com- we don't get any like like we don't know anything about it. I'm him. trying to compare this to like It's interesting though cuz I'm trying to compare it to like The Descent, which I think is a by it, you know, great mm-hmm. great horror oh, film yeah. and you know, picking up on and, and trying to remember like how present we are to like who those characters are and and I'm trying to think why it worked better mm-hmm. because I think about like recent movie you know Dunkirk which people had the complaint about you didn't know anything about the characters blah 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 I thought it was still great like yeah. you're just in the situation and right. I was relating to them immediately well so and I'm it's also more what, like, well in that case I think it's that's part of the point of, yeah. of what the story is. It's like a bunch of people are in a real fucked up situation. So so why didn't that work for this one in this case? Because it's not just their background or learning. I don't know. I it's think just... it's because nobody grows. I, I think mm-hmm. it's because nobody has dimension enough to them. 
They yeah. all have their, like we said, which now I'm almost regretting that I said this, that it worked to set them up in the beginning to know exactly who, who they are. But then we never get to see them shift. Right. That's what I was saying. The scene that I thought that was going to happen, it just didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but interesting when it works, when it doesn't. But you're right. Yeah. No, nothing to change. Nothing yeah. did change with them. Um, uh, I mean, you talked about the pacing between the kills was good. or I think that's what you said yeah. more or less, right? Yep. I um, I don't know. I, I thought the pacing overall was good, but that it could be shorter, specifically just losing. Like there was a middle section where I just was getting really bored during it, which yeah. was after the first kill and before they they get trapped by the cult worship people. Um, it's just sort of like them running around the forest, getting separated and just running away from this monster thing for a while and nothing much happens. Yeah. Um, you're right. I no, wish they it could have condensed that way down. Yeah. I wish it was just like the first kill and then they all, you know, show up yeah. in the show up trap. They literally could have just done like almost not quick cuts, but they could have done a 30 second long sequence where you see the three dudes in like six totally different locations, right? It's like, oh, we're by a creek bed. Oh, we're climbing up the side of the hill. Oh, we're in a, on a, just a different part of the woods. And we would get it right away. Right. It doesn't even have to be. They've been doing this for right. a while. It doesn't even have to be that they've been doing it for a while. It can't, I mean, we're in a forest in the middle of nowhere. They could have just right. come across it sooner. Right. But also I think they wanted to, I think this is, you know, this is the, the filmmakers trying to lean in on the the anticipation of something's going to happen. I'm not saying it worked, yeah, but I think that was the desired effect. But I agree, it's like we didn't need quite so many shots at that point of the woods. Right, we get it. We've been in the woods well, with them for a while, and I'd say of in that seg section too. We didn't need so much of the monster. Like, I know you were saying mm. it was good that we didn't see it in its full. I liked that, you know, its face wasn't revealed to then, but it was so just like, okay, it is some big monster. It's not in their imagination yeah. during the middle. It was just kind of this, this chase thing. I don't know where the monster didn't, it didn't have as much mystique sure. or, to me as I wanted it to at the end. I would have rather had it be like more ambiguous as if it was to even real or not by when we try to leave, when yeah. we finally see it at the end. I wonder if it would have worked better if there had been more in that particular section, which I think you could probably call, you know, the second half of the second act. Uh, Maybe not even. I mean, yeah, I guess so. Let's call it that just for the sake of argument. Yeah. Um. Where it's like we kind of we kind of need new stuff to happen, just to push things along. So instead, instead, what they did is they just reverted back to the fact that Phil is real freaked out because he had this dream, which happened like we've like we we've moved on. Yeah, Hutch is dead. Fuck your dream, <laughs> right? Like, and you're you're still hung up on that. Mm -hmm. Like you're being chased by some weird monster. Yeah. Like, forget about the dream. Like, deal with now. And the chase stuff, it wasn't even very, like... It wasn't chasey. Yeah. <laughs> it was just sort of like, okay, it's it's right there, and then it's hunting them, yet it didn't find them and kill them? Like, right. is it just sort of stalking them, and then they just run away a little further, and uh, then it stalks them again? I got the sense, and, and maybe it just didn't translate, but I thought to myself, once they... 
they got to this when it's just um, Luke and Dom and they and they pop out into the section where there are the little logs with flames on it leading. That's what I was saying is when it picked back up for me. Yeah. Right. I think that everything up to that point was suggesting that the creature wasn't stalking them. It was just pushing them in that direction. Yeah. Which which is fine, you but could, you could communicate that more exactly. efficiently. Yes, no doubt. And it just didn't happen. Yeah. So it's like that's me just speculating mm-hmm. that maybe that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, yeah, these were just sort of my I had I had a few bigger things of which of things that didn't work for me, but if you have more little specifics. Yeah, um put your fucking flashlight away. You're being stalked by a Oh yeah, a, that a was monster. so annoying. It was like <laughs> Yeah, it like, absolutely. It made me so crazy. Your your friend, first of all, one of your friends already got filleted and put yeah. in a tree. Not only should you put your flashlight away for <laughs> on the monster or in the woods, but just they also kept shining it on each other. I'm like, don't you, is you, like this guy just had a nightmare is freaking out and you're just shining yeah. a flashlight on his face. Like that's always so. Stop just, freaking out. Right. It's so jarring to have a flashlight held at your face, but they kept doing yeah. it to each other too. It's almost, I wondered if it wasn't maybe the director of the DP or just a little in love well, with the it, lens flare. It you fit know? the characters that they, <laughs> well, that's true. I think that they went stop to real they're the totally the kind of people who like i could see them shining a flashlight in my eye and be like what are you doing and they'd be like, oh sorry like, there was not even think about yeah, it right after phil dies and and dom and luke are huddled together under this tree stump and luke has been fucking shining the flashlight all over the place <laughs> there's a there's a very very brief moment where he it looks like he, the actor was like why the fuck is my flashlight still like I like this makes no sense. Mm -hmm. And you see him kind of fumble with it and then pause and then turn it off. Almost like he's thinking, I know they told me to leave this thing on, but that's fucking dumb. I'm just going to turn it off anyway. I'm totally like, I have no idea what he was thinking, but that was the impression. Maybe it's like, that's what I want the actor to be thinking in that moment. Cause I'm like, you gotta be smarter than that. What else you got? Please. Um, uh, some of these are kind of, they're probably maybe related to what you're saying, but they're a little bit broader. Um, I just, I don't know the, the, the catharsis of Luke or the, the intended catharsis of him overcoming his flaw, his mm-hmm. big demon just didn't really land for me. No, it wasn't there. So it was supposed to be that like, he didn't have the guts to sort of like physically fight in the moment right. to save his friend. And so can he fight? fight back to f- kill the monster or attack the monster. But those are really different That's, situations. And also, you know, yeah, th- yeah. I it mean, was like he me, was being immediately threatened now, right. but it was someone else being threatened. If it was about saving something, someone else. Totally. That That's I, this. I think this speaks exactly to sort of probably the biggest complaint that we've recurrent recurringly said. It's a little too surface level, mm-hmm. right? The notion that, his the thing he has to overcome is fighting back is way too surface level the thing he should be overcoming is saving a friend right like i wanted him to save dom right acting unselfishly versus just acting selfishly and and maybe die doing it like i don't care 
Right. He doesn't need to make it. <laughs> he gets he gets out and the like and him getting out of the woods is kind of it's kind of I don't know. It's a cop out. Right. It's mm-hmm. like he got out of the woods and the monster can't go past the edge of the woods. After, so he wins after burning up the, his whole uh, routine. His ritual routine. Yeah. Uh, his or her. <laughs> right. Yeah, who knows? Um, <laughs> which was kind of, it was funny that there wasn't a bit more of just sort of a, a chaos and fight and rabble rousing around the burning and right. destroying of the ritual. Like when, when the yeah. demigod and all the people have been like freaking out. Yeah. And and I think conversely, wouldn't Luke be a little more like, he, he was a little too kind of... Mm, I don't even know what you would call this. I didn't think he was angry or like active enough in his re I guess reactions to what's going on. He was, it was a little too internalized of a performance. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was a bad performance. I just was like, dude, if, if you're in this situation and you're tied up to that wall and your friend's about to get eaten by a fucking monster, or even before that, when they come in and you and your friend are tied up to this wall and the woman walks up to him and like offers him some water, I'd be like, get the, like, why the fuck am I tied up right now? Who the fuck are you guys? Like, why aren't we, you know, like, right. Or it it wasn't something of it. There there wasn't any of like, um, oh, is he, or or where we see him deciding or deliberating, like, if he should or should not drink right. the water to himself, he just sort of drank it. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, is this water? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like hoping it was like fucking deer blood and he was going to be like, blah, what the yeah. hell? Get that out of my face. Right. But, I was hoping it was some crazy shamanic, ritualistic <laughs> drink. Yeah. You know, that was going to mess like some him up. acid trip. <laughs> it going to mess him up somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So the, yeah, I enjoyed it, but there were all these sort of underlying things. And I think, you know, as now we're investigating, it's like, mm yeah <laughs> mm. well though no, yeah no it did have the fun horror elements which was yeah. sure to point out i mean yeah what else is on your list of did not work for timothy no one can run for real like i get it dom's hurt but everybody else like anytime they have to like move <laughs> they're doing the kind of like the the movie shuffle yeah run, which i hate like just I, I don't know i know it's it you're really handcuffed when you're filming, especially in terrain and whatever, but you guys had a budget. You could set up a track, right? You could do some nice, you know, panning or like what, what do you call it? Some nice dolly shots where people are actually running through the woods, and you get trees like flying past. It would look cool, but they didn't do it. And there's a couple moments when Luke has to like get away from the monster that moves incredibly fast. It's a little bit of the like T-Rex syndrome, right? It's like we're running away from a T-Rex. T-Rex covers like 50 yards in a second. Mm-hmm. You can't outrun it. So there's to me it's like the one time you kind of it it fails at the willing suspension of disbelief kind of thing where it's like you you need to run. Yeah, like you, you need to at least look like you're running. Yeah, that was the thing even the whole middle section too I keep complaining about the creature god monster never felt actually threatening because of the pace of the the chase and like yeah. if you actually yeah like you said had someone sprinting and really yeah. getting there i would have felt like oh god they gotta get away yeah from this thing but i was i was just always kind of like oh well it's not really not really getting them right <laughs> did you like the thumb break oh yeah i did like that but what was the point that. If you break your thumb, why does that make your... How it visually looked, because look at my hand right now. I know! I'm not breaking it, and I'm making it... 
like way smaller. Like yeah. you have a rope around your wrist and you fold your thumb in. Mm-hmm. Breaking your thumb. I just liked him. I don't, breaking, I don't know. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I liked it because it made sense. I just liked him breaking his I thumb. I did too. I really liked it. And then I thought to myself, wait a minute. What the fuck would that well, no, do? I, get, I just like the act of him breaking his thumb. Yeah. I didn't care if it made sense or not. Just, He's just punishing himself. Yeah, it's just funny. It's, I mean, not funny, but cool. I don't know. Yeah. See someone inflict harm like that. So the only other thing I really have is this is basically Blair Witch. Mm-hmm. Except a movie. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? In the sense that Blair Witch was predicated on this idea that it's not a movie, that it's, you know, it was real and it was found footage and whatever. This is a movie, right? Like they're 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 making no, you know, um, illusions about that. This is a this is a film, and but it's essentially Blair Witch. Yeah, but I mean, just which is fine. I'm yeah. not I'm not really criticizing it, but I think maybe it speaks more to the fact that you you really can't make this movie and not be compared to Blair Witch. I guess so, but I mean, I I think it's just. Um... A different enough skin, so mm-hmm. to speak, that that aspect didn't distract me. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's definitely different. Yeah. But yeah, it's different, but the same, right? Everything's the same. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I guess I'm Ain't pretty forgiving in that. This coming from people who watch like 50 zombie movies. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? It's like, well, we should watch a hundred more shark movies, Tim. Oh God, this would be shark movie horror podcast. <laughs> Uh, um, I just had one and more. We'll call it what? Chomped. Yes, it's Chomped. <laughs> um, I just had one more cool. thing that didn't work for me that I have down here, which was um, remember like the Transfiguration, which I thought was really good, and I was kind of we were kind of more stretching for things that mm. didn't work for us. I mentioned um, how it was shot, where it was just kind of like at this. While it did feel very true to the film, it also wasn't very interesting. Mm. So now, comparing to this one, I actually am even more forgiving of the Transfiguration, where it's just sort of like gritty aesthetic uh-huh. ju- did just fit it so well. But for this one, it was just like it was shot. This movie was shot well. Yeah. Like the shots of the forest really put me yeah. in there. Some establishing shots, you could see what was going on. It told the story well. But this is just what I'm hard on. It wasn't interesting. I know what you mean. It's like it's like appreciating a picture that's in focus because it's in focus. Yeah. It's like this is... <laughs> it doesn't mean it's a good picture. It's just like they got that thing right. Right. It's like because this is how pictures look. Because this is how movies look. look. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. And this movie in particular, you don't need that. Mm-hmm. You could do some, you could make this real weird looking. It's, it's weird looking, interesting looking as well as just, I think I'm so partial to like, I don't know what to call it, except just that sort of the more art house horror style, sure, like yeah. the witch or whatever, as a modern example, Yeah, where it just feels real to me when I'm watching it, whatever that is like to imagine the gravitas mm. of this creature, if it was just felt shot directed in such a way where this, when this creature came on, it was like. Oh my god! Because it yeah. is real, you know. Yeah, just... which is kind of unfortunate because the design was cool. Yeah, and because some of the setup and sort of where we were, I guess what what would you call it? Like the lore, I guess of right. of the story which is pretty interesting. All our all our complaints about it sort of add up to it not being able to achieve that. But I mean, specifically, just talking about how it was shot, I think is just a sort of um, more obvious factor. So I just looked up the director. Yeah. 
he did a movie called The Signal. No, he was a um, that was an anthology film. Yeah. Oh, he only did, did a piece. Yeah. I, so I've seen that. He's known as a, I think like where he's the most successful segments in different horror anthologies. Yeah. He's on Southbound. He's on VHS. Um, or maybe the signal. No, sorry, that. Southbound. I think was maybe anthology one. Maybe the. I think the signal isn't. is too. Oh, wait, I haven't seen either of them. I've seen both, and I can't remember which is which. <laughs> um, this is a sort of thing of note. Should we let's let's do it? some things of note. This should be interesting. I don't know. I don't think this is the guy, but I did a bike ride f- uh, from one end of Nevada to the other, uh, east, uh, uh, west to east. Oh. And on that trip was a dude whose name is escaping me. I think it was John or something. John, yeah. Um, and his son wrote and directed some of the stuff on or at least one of the um of the segments or whatever the shorts on southbound so i don't know if it's the same guy but it might be that'd be cool that is no word they may have biked with the father of the director of this (laughs) film (laughs) great well that's like just literally my left and right that's literally my only thing of note a guy that i met once that i don't remember (laughs) the name of (laughs) might be the dad of the guy who directed this, but maybe not. <laughs> I um, this was a, a, the only thing of note I had, which was like this. This I almost put into things that worked for me, but it's this is so just baseline that it didn't even feel like I guess it was worthy of that. But um, and I sort of mentioned this already, but like how from the opening frame of him ordering the drink, just cuts right in. I knew I could get into this like. It's a movie. I could engage with it on a movie level, at least. Gotcha. Like with, I don't know, it's, you know, certain films, it's, um, it's a, it's a, what it's, um, there's a line, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I was glad that this was in it from the get go where I'm like, okay, cool. I can, I can now it's a watch movie. it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's, I don't know. And it's just, it, it, it's hard to, it's hard to pinpoint exactly what it is, but it's just everything, you know, just in the image, the shot, the directing, but I was immediately like, okay, it's not yeah. totally bad. That's cool. I mean, that's good yeah. most of the time. It's good, but I mean, <laughs> it's like this movie could even could have been worse in that aspect, oh, yeah. and I probably would have enjoyed it just the same because sure. it wasn't so successful, so successful that it brought it to another level, and what I liked about it were just the horror things. Yeah. So, like... You know, I could have liked it just the same even without it, which is why I put it in things of note. <laughs> yeah, I get you. Um, another thing of note, Andy Circus produced this. I saw that in like the ex- executive producers and the credits at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, like, cool. I don't know. Wait, was Andy Circus British or is he uh, New Zealand? He, I think ooh, he's British. I think he's British too. Yeah. Um, so there must be some just connection. Yeah. Yeah, maybe the. I really wish we could say that he played the creature because he (laughs) said he plays everything. Maybe he did. (laughs) He's not. He's uncredited as. Get Andy Serkis in it. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have much more of note. I. I mean, I. All right. Well, if uh, if there's a weird scene in it, uh, did you? I. I don't know what to think of this, so I'm going to put it as a thing of note. Okay. 
there, I think it is, I forget, it's right after Hutch dies, I believe. And they sort of trek on after burying him. And the camera pans out of the forest. It's an overhead shot, you know, like a drone shot or whatever. And it pans up into clouds. Mm -hmm. And then a total whiteout. And then we just move on. And I don't know what the purpose of that. Other than to say, we're moving on to the next section of this movie. It that, was a very that, sort of peculiar That they're trapped transition. in the middle of the forest, yet the sky is just above them. I don't, I don't yeah, but it, was, it know. wasn't the sky. It was just clouds. Clouds. So I guess it's... Was that it's, in the middle it, section? Yeah, it's sort of late middle. I wonder if that's when I was kind of just getting Probably. bored. I, I like, think that's right before the section that bored you. Yeah. So maybe that it was signifying that um, uh, more shittiness is coming. Yeah. The clouds are rolling in. I don't know. I wish I, know. I could remember it because I, I just remember thinking, on. looking at it, going, "This feels out of place." Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and yeah. with that, <laughs> do you have any recommend dead shuns? Um, I do, sort of. I because I still have that subscription to um, what was the thing I got? Fandor. Fandor. I was scrolling through that, and they have a lot of older, obscure kind of sci-fi and and horror stuff, and um, uh, the uh, the Ed Wood, um, what's it called? Plan uh, Plan Plan Nine from Plan Outer Nine Space. from Outer Space. That's on there. I started that. I don't know if I'd recommend Dead Chin it, but it's in. It's weird. It's interesting. I haven't seen it since I went just watching movies it's, like that in high school. I forget it. I think since I saw Ed Wood for yeah, the first yeah. time, I probably watched it. Yeah, I, I kind of, yeah, I don't know. It's worth looking at. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, and then also Black Cat, I think, is the other one that I started just because I've I've always heard about it being this like cool thing with the one with Bella Lugosi and Mm, oh I don't know is it the thirties one with Boris Karloff? Oh no, sorry, with Boris Karloff. Oh no, not Black Cat shit. Now I don't even because that's the one I was hoping to watch. With not that it's not that it's Black Sunday. Oh yeah, that's a Mario Bobbitt, right? Yes, yeah. And the opening scene, (laughs) dude. The opening scene, they like smash a. A, a, a spiked faceplate on a oh, girl, and it's yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. holy shit! How'd they get away with this? I've seen and, this one. Yeah. yeah, so I I didn't watch that all the way through because I had to I had to go do something. I don't know. I had to turn it off. But like, I watched the first ten minutes or whatever. Well, and for all of its shittiness, because it's so low budget and so just kind of quirky and whatever. But like, it's pretty fucking interesting to see what filmmakers were doing and considering horror mm-hmm. in that era because mm-hmm. i think that one's 60 60 ish you should uh you should you should watch one of these in its entirety and then you can I really recommend it <laughs> exactly to us i mean does it count to say don't watch a thing yeah i did that l- last week or the week before don't watch open house you it's recommend shit. dead you don't watch a film i yes, guess so. exactly it i is recommend a dead not to watch certain things i like too. to keep it positive and share <laughs> what share you know i'm still i'm still loving my favorite murder cool that's it what do you got 
Um, thinking about anything I've been watching recently, this is not really too much, but I will say that a favorite show of mine has returned in a revamped, updated form with new episodes. And mm. they may not be the originals, but the Fab Five are back and better oh, than ever, Tim. I watched the I first episode. Say, <laughs> I was such a fan of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Yeah. Like when it came out, I thought it was, I didn't really like reality shows at all. Yeah. But that this was just so, it was only focused on helping people, not yeah. exploiting people. Yep. And they're all just funny. And there's yeah. always, I mean, all the things, you know, if you've seen it, they're to love. I just think it's great. And I was so happy that this new one has been working so far. Yeah. And I think I'm three episodes, four episodes in as of today. And um, that the new Fab Five are growing on me, you That's know. Good. And I've let go of the bias of you know, I know, the, it's you know the old ones. Um, and it's been great. I'm happy they're back and making people's lives better. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'll, I only watched the first episode. I liked it though. It was fun. Um, so as far as where you can find us, we have a Twitter account now we and do. an email. Yeah, it's dismembering horror is the Twitter, like our our actual name, but it's at dis horror pod dis horror pod and we have an email too right oh yeah yeah you can email us that's just dismembering horror at gmail great dot com perfect and i'm at tim aslan on twitter uh i have a twitter that's at ryan mcduffie don't really use it so much i have fun on instagram is at mayor mcduffie and you can get to all those on my portfolio website which is ryanmcduffie.com but just to be clear mayor like he like hello townspeople Mm -hmm. not mayor like (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) okay cool (laughs) Uh, yeah um a mayor mayor (laughs) cool okay tim so how about next week's episode oh my god i'm super excited we're gonna go see a nick Nick, a nick cage jam <laughs> Nick or Cage joint. joint. Uh, Nick no, Cage it's joint. a Janos. Uh, it's his name. Well, it's a uh, pa- pa- Panos Cosmatos joint. Oh yes. Gonna go see the much hyped Mandy. So we hope you uh, yeah. catch it. I believe it's in limited theaters, uh, but available on demand. Yeah, we're gonna see it in the theater, which so, is gonna be fun. So yeah, watch it and then listen to us talk about Mandy. Until then. Mmm. Mandy. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Is it ironic? <laughs> Wait, is it ironic that we that we just did a Mandy Moore movie and now we're we're going to go see a movie called Mandy? No, it's coincidence. Right. That's the It's the, a Lan- uh, It's Alanis Morissette ironic. <laughs> right. It's the incorrect <laughs> use of the word ironic. Awesome. Well, take it easy everybody. Have a good week. Come back next week fresh and ready to talk Mandy. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>